Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. My guest this morning started her career as a registered nurse, which was a surprise for me. During her time as a nurse, she developed interest in law. Once she started her MBA, she was drawn to labor relations. I wonder why, but we'll talk about it later. She obtained her MBA and PhD in labor relations from the University of Calgary Heskane Business School. She is an arbitrator, moderator, and an author. Formerly, she served as Associate Dean for, of the Lethbridge University School of Business. My guest this morning is Dr. Kelly Williams-Witt, Dean of the Faculty of Business, Communication, and Aviation Studies at Mount Royal University. I know that I have to announce the aviation. Good morning, Kelly. <laughs> Good morning. Thank you for being our guest. Thank you for having me. My guest, Tara, is on uh, much-needed vacation, the way she describes it. Um, so she left me alone. I'm flying solo, going about aviation okay. today. I'm ready. And, uh, you know, we are only a few weeks away from uh, the beginning of the school year. Uh, the new academic school year is coming soon to a theater next to you, <laughs> as we say. Um, what tools um, and how do you motivate teachers, professors to come back every year? You just told me I need another month of vacation <laughs> or time off. So how do you motivate the teachers and the professors to come back energized and, and, you know, get the year going very well from the start. Yeah. So I think that um, oftentimes when we get into post-secondary, faculty are motivated all by themselves. We all need that little break during the summer months to catch up on work. A lot of them are doing research during the summer. And then they're preparing right now, of course, to deliver courses in the fall that are, that they update on a really regular basis. So every time you teach a class, you're going in to make sure that you're recreating um, current sort of information for the students and updating it. And so they work a little bit on that when they're during their vacation period, which is during the summer months. But in terms of motivation, I don't have to do a lot. I have to say, as the dean, the majority of my folks are coming back. They're excited to be back in the fall. We love the students. We love that interaction. So the break is needed, but the interaction with the students is what feeds Mount Royal faculty. Um, it's what energizes and invigorates them always. When you say you love the, the students, every year they change or every couple of years they change. How do you get involved with the new students or, and, and how do you, do you keep relating your relationship with students that leave? So in getting involved with students is very easy. I have regular meetings with students, including the student club leaders. I walk around, you know, management by walking around. I see them in the hallways and I pop into classes periodically. So there are lots of opportunities for me to engage with students. They're always a little bit afraid of the dean because they don't know what the dean does. They just help. Yeah, what do you do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, the dean is really responsible for the strategic direction of the faculty. And my main role is to help faculty members develop new programs and new directions and to take the obstacles out of the way so that they can do what we want them to do, which is teaching and research. Now, you're dean of the business school, yes, the aviation school, yes. and the communication school. Yes. So how does that work? Where is your focus and how do you deal with all three different uh, you know, divisions? 
they are very different, and they are physically located in different places. So, of course, the Bissett School of Business is in the EB building at Mount Royal, and then we have um, communication studies that includes broadcast media, journalism, public relations, uh, as well as information design, which is a very cool program. And that's in another part of the university. And then, of course, aviation is out at the hangar. And honestly, the culture of each each school is just a little bit different because of what they do, but it's my job to support them. And we, I have department chairs. I have two vice deans who, who support me in the work that I do and also do a lot of the on-the-ground operational kinds of things. So between the chairs of each department um, and the vice deans and myself, we're able to guide the... Do you guys get together as a team or each uh, division is separately managed and separately operates? And, or do you guys also you know, brainstorm together the three different uh, divisions? Yeah, we do brainstorm together. So in the spring of every year when classes are over and once people have had a chance to finish all their grading and take a breath before they all leave on vacation, the chairs and my uh, vice deans and some of our really key staff members, including advisors, um, come out to uh, a strategic planning day. And we spend the time together talking about all the things that you would think of for strategic planning, our mission and vision and, and values and new directions that we might be going, things, things that we really need to focus on in the next five years. And that's kind of a living document. It's a living process. We go back to it every year and revise and tweak and change and, and report on where we've you know, come from and where we're, you know, how far we've made it and things, challenges we've hit uh, and then how we're going to overcome those challenges. So we absolutely talk about it all together, but then there are also individual school and department meetings where they focus on their, their disciplines. My guest this morning is Dr. Kelly Williams-Sweet, Dean of the Faculty of Business, Communication and Aviation Studies at Mount Royal University. Which kid do you like the more, do you love the more? Business? communication or aviation. <laughs> I, I think every parent gets that question. <laughs> I love them all equally, of course, but for unique and special things. <laughs> I see. Uh, by the way, Reese, communication, they're preparing our replacements. You know that. We have to find new jobs soon. <laughs> um, so what's unique about MRU? What's unique about Mount Royal University that you, if you compare it to other universities, because you're a smaller university in terms of students enrolling and, and you know, newer also to our community. It was a college before, I think about 10 years ago, more or yep. less. Yep. So what's the uniqueness that uh, Mount Royal as a whole brings to the table for students? Right. And so, parents. And parents, <laughs> both, actually. So Mount Royal has a few things that are really unique about it, that it understands its position in the market. So we have the University of Calgary, my alma mater, fantastic, high, high level of focus on the research side and on empirical research. Mount Royal also does research, but it's often very stakeholder-engaged type of research. It is very practical kind of research. We do have empirical work that, that occurs there um, as well, but we understand our position in the market. And so what I, when I talk about Mount Royal, I talk about it having the superpower of being really engaged with the community. So while we have left the word college behind, we remain a highly engaged uh, community-focused university. Class sizes are small. 
every student gets to know their profs really well. They have a great deal of support. We understand how to take the work that is academically developed in the research realm and apply it in the workplace. And that, I think, is where we have those connections. Every single one of my departments and schools each has an advisory council that is made up of industry experts and and senior level folks in their particular field and that they are in touch with and they get advice from them about our programming so that we can incorporate the needs of, of... the world at large and the community into what we're doing, whether that's, you know, business, whether that's nonprofit um, in the social sector. So we're always keeping those things in mind in the production of our programs and in the directions and the experiences that we give students. So um, the communication you make with the business community is through your advisory board? That's yes. Or is it is it going deeper? So we have a number of different ways that we connect. So each of those advisory committees that I was talking about, and you're familiar, very familiar with, with one, one of them. Of them yeah. Yes. Uh, and full then, disclosure, I was asked recently yes. to join uh, the business school advisory committee. Yes. So that's the one that's the dean's advisory committee specifically. We have them at the chair level as well. So in addition to that, I think there's a great deal of interaction between the university and the community through various events our um, advancement team reaches out to alumni, to businesses that are interested in interacting with us. We have faculty members who are very integrated in the community. So you will have heard many of my faculty members who are on various uh, programs on a regular basis. It's because they're out in the community. So, you know, you, you Raj Birbati, who does a lot of, uh, of uh, engagement with industry around supply chain management, for example. Um, and so industries involved in that way, they come into the university, they, they give guest lectures for students, they participate in case competitions with our students. Uh, sometimes they actually provide data sets for our students to actually mm. work on. So they're really integrated in a lot of different ways with what we're doing. We have to take a short commercial break. Uh, my guest this morning is Dr. Kelly Williams-Sweet, Dean of the Faculty of Business, Communication and Aviation Studies at Mount Royal University. And before we go for a commercial, we want to say thank you again for our sponsor, Calgary Economic Development. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. And we're back with Dr. Kelly Williams-Witt, Dean of the Faculty of Business, Communication and Aviation Studies at Mount Royal University. Let's talk for a second about um, aviation because you whispered that you have some great news about the aviation program at least what you that's what you emailed me that <laughs> so can you share with us what's big about the aviation program and what's the exciting news absolutely we have some had some really wonderful developments with aviation in the last few months and uh, a great deal of support in growing our program from industry and our industry partnerships and f- with the province as well. So we have we are doubling the size of our aviation diploma, which includes the flight school. So 
the industry is in dire need of pilots, so we're doubling the size of that. Along with that, we're buying an awful lot of airplanes and building a new hangar, which has been supported by the province and some other private donors. So that's a significant change for us. And on top of that, we also have a new Bachelor of Aviation Management degree that's uh, under review right now, but we anticipate approval for that very soon and all of that by the fall of 2024 I'm not as sure about whether or not we'll have a hangar in place by then. I've heard it takes longer than a year to build one, but which, we're working which, on it. Which planes are you buying? What kind of planes? So we buy uh, Piper 172s and Senecas. So. Well, I have 11 flights on a Piper Super Cub 150. Do you now? <laughs> yeah. So, so not only do I need you on my Dean's Advisory Committee, I may need you out there helping train some of our students. Uh, I don't think I can train <laughs> on that. Do we actually prepare our kids, students to real life during uh, post-secondary academy uh, studies? Or do we just train them to get a diploma and they leave university with no understanding what true life is all about? Well, I think that we do some of that work. We really do. And I think a lot of the programs that we have, certainly in my faculty, have a uh, a uh, very distinct focus on creating work integrated learning opportunities. So our students are either taking co-op programs, they have internships, and uh, we have a number of other ways that we connect them with the business community so that they get a feel for what it's like to work in the community and so that they learn some of those skills there. We also teach professionalism in our programs so that they understand what it means to be a professional in the workplace and how to interact with other people. And, you know, each program has different directions that they take that, but every single program has a work integrated learning opportunity for students so they can actually get some of that real life experience. I think every student that comes to university, it's a period of transformation. They're com- and, and, you know, if whether they're moving into residence and that's a really big moment for them when they leave home and they move into residence and they learn a lot in that process. So it's for us guiding them from, um, Make, having someone else make all the decisions for them to the point where they are making decisions for themselves and guiding their own direction and really taking responsibility and accountability for their work. And that's a big part of what we help them develop. So that prepares them for the workplace. You mentioned uh, in your answer co-op. How can we make or persuade or support or, or change the, the, the program to have them almost as a mandatory co-op experience. So so some of our programs do have a mandatory internship, um, but there are some challenges around making co-ops mandatory because often students now are um, having greater financial challenges. So they might have a job that they're trying to work at at the same time as they're going to school. A co-op is generally a four-month, maybe an eight-month concentrated work program which they can't leave a secure long-term position to go and engage in that. So we would be excluding certain students possibly from being able to uh, graduate with a degree if we made it a mandatory part of the program. But there are certainly ways that we can look at work-integrated learning where they are engaged in work that isn't exactly a co-op. So 
uh, a sort of a long, thin kind of a program rather than a big chunks of co-op work term. There might be, so that's what we're looking at now is alternative ways to actually engage students in the same kind of experience, getting those hours in with employers, but in different ways than what they typically do in, in a classic co-op style. There's guidance that we provide throughout the, that co-op experience. As you know, we, we do education at the front end and at the back end, and there are uh, reports and assignments that are due. So it is much like any other course. But, of course, the employer does pay the students for the kind of work that they're doing. So the students are getting paid, yeah. but some of it is taken up by the actual cost of taking the course. Now, a course is around $500, so hopefully yeah. they're earning more than that with the employers. And the employers could always just increase the amount that they're paying the students well, if they, to cover the cost. If the they're underpaid, they, they can go to the work, uh, the labor relation uh, arbitrator and moderator and ask for their, your advice. But, uh, you know, here, here's my... My commitment, if I get a call from MIU 102, uh, after two months of work, we'll also reimburse them for everything they had to pay for the 500 bucks. Because at the, at the end of the day, for them, it's a great experience. And for us, it's a way to recruit people. And they will figure out whether they like the industry or not. So it doesn't have to be in, in real estate. It can be in different business you know, ventures that we have in Calgary, like all over the place. Um, we have about two and a half minutes before the end of the show. And, and, and what is your vision for the business school first? And then we'll go and talk about the others. But first, the business school. Uh, what is your vision for the business, schools of, uh, business school of MRU? Okay. So my vision is jointly created with all of my faculty and it, because that's how we operate. Universities are, have a bicameral governance system. Everything that we do passes through faculty council. And so it, it is a jointly, it truly is jointly created. Do I need to talk with Tim? No. Okay. You would have to talk with every university probably in Canada <laughs> in order to... to and and it's, a, it's a really great system because you get a lot of buy-in from people who want to then support that vision because they've been part of developing it. So for... Um, for the Bissett School of Business, the focus in the next five years is really on a few different things. So one of the, the broad vision is around is around the concept of sustainability as it, it we're talking about economic sustainability, social sustainability, and environmental sustainability. So those are the directions that we are moving in terms of encouraging research around that integrating that into coursework, all of that kind of thing, and into what we do as a, as, a, as a business school as well. And so that's the focus for the business school. It's actually the focus for the faculty on the whole, but each, each school takes school. that and uses it in a different way. Um, and then on top of that, we're looking at developing some new programs. So we've just launched uh, a, an analytics, a data analytics minor for the business school that students from anywhere in the university can take. So building capacity around analytics is really important. Uh, and, and so those are the kinds of things that we're talking about for, for the business school and, and for other parts of, of the faculty. And what about communication? What's your vision there? Because it's a changing world. It is a changing world. So we have a really top-tier program in, in public relations and in journalism. And, but as you know, journalism is struggling right now uh, across the country. Broadcast media studies is also really strong. Um, the, program, the programs are brilliant, but we need to actually sort of develop 
awareness about the importance of those functions for democracy, frankly, for their value to the community. So we need to support our journalism program. I'm going to talk really briefly about information design, which is one of the most interesting programs in communication studies. Um, it's sort of a new combination of of technology and and design that really is sort of looking towards the future. So growing that program is part of what we're doing there. Kelly, that was a pleasure to have you. Uh, our guest this morning was Dr. Kelly Williams-Wade, Dean of the Faculty of Business, Communication and Aviation Studies at Mount Royal University. Thank you, Kelly. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges.